The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Today's episode of Motivational Moments features audio taken from my Conversations video series at www.motivationalsteps.com slash conversations. My guest today is quite amazing. He sold his first business for $190 million and he's just sold his second one for $780 million. Hello, Christopher. Hi, very nice meeting you. How are you doing? Doing really good. So uh, I should really introduce you probably, probably Christopher Alberg. I always have a problem with that. And I believe you're based in Boston. Yes, I am. I'm in Somerville, just, just outside Boston. We have our uh, um, headquarters here. We're about 400 people around the world. So we have people in London and Sweden and Washington, D.C. and now also in Singapore and Japan and so on. But Boston, Boston is our headquarters. That is amazing. So the organization, I believe, is called Recorded Future. That's correct. Yeah, Recorded Future. So that sort of originally came out of us wanting to use the web as a source for insights about what's going to happen in the future. Um, the uh, business that we sort of build originally around intelligence uh, and being able to do this uh, um, mo- mostly for intelligence agencies. But then over time, we figured out that the, the real opportunity, the real market for what we were doing was in cybersecurity and try to help people get better insights into cyber threats and who are, who are doing them, how are they doing them, what are they looking to do. And, and that's what Recorded Future became. It sounds amazing. Now, Recorded Future wasn't, as you say, initially set to do that. You changed your course, didn't you, and thought to yourself, this is a better idea, and that worked out great for you. So why did you call it Recorded Future? I mean, it's an interesting name. So, so the actual name, you know, there's always a story. The actual name came out of, uh, we, we, um, since we knew we were sort of, um, we were looking at web content. So I, the examples I like to use is that we would find in Chinese where it would say Xi Jinping, the Chinese president, Xi Jinping is traveling to Moscow next Friday. So if we could figure out, if we could pick up that text out of some obscure Chinese source and see that, oh, here's Xi Jinping, he's the Chinese president, he's traveling to Moscow, that which is in Russia, and he's doing that on Friday, we would know something, you know, maybe know something that hasn't been publicly, you know, announced yet. That was sort of the idea. Uh, now, we built a lot of things around that, but, you know, there's always an initial hook. That was the original hook. And, and the sort of the obvious place you take that to are the intelligence agencies, because they're very, they're, they like that sort of stuff, you know, as, as you can imagine. Um, I would say that we did a course correction is probably the right word. Now, it wasn't one of those where it was like a complete shift. Um, we actually still have a lot of government agencies as clients, many, many of them around the world in, in the I'll call it the friendly parts of the world, uh, and and uh, and then, but then we realized that the sort of the big hook in the world was around cyber. So you know, instead of that being sort of tracking the Chinese president, maybe you're looking at what Russian cyber criminals are up to, or what Chinese government hackers are up to, and that's where we sort of found the the real opportunity, if you want, the big the big opportunity. It sounds exciting. It sounds fun. 
Um, and I know you enjoy this work. Were you prepared for the growth that you've encountered? And to me, it seems like a fast growth. Was it a fast growth for you? Yeah, no, no. It, it, you know, it's one of those where, you know, as an entrepreneur, you never really think about it that way. You just do it. You know, like the, you just do it. You wake up every morning. Yeah, and every every day is different. Um, people sometimes will say that you know, the, with an entrepreneur, you have to sort of be ready for that. There are some good days and some bad days. I actually think that the way to think about it is that out of a month, most days are going to not be great because you know, especially no, but, but it's, it's true. And especially as a CEO, you know, you get here, get to hear all this bad news. This is wrong. This is wrong. The product is not doing this. This this yeah. customer is mad at us. This is not. You're just like, oh, you know. But but then there were those days where you're able to solve a customer problem that nobody else could solve. Where you get a new you 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 land a new client. You get a partner to do something amazing. What whatever it is that uh, maybe your engineers crack a problem that you hadn't been able to crack before. When you have those days. The high, basically, is so high that you're just, you know, it makes up for everything else. And you just keep doing it. So, the, the, you know, we've been growing very fast, as, as to your point, you know, doubling our workforce here over the last couple of years and before that many times. Uh, we're now, you know, north of 400 people. But, you know, you sort of do it. Uh, we've been the, the big... Call it luck. Uh, I'll call it luck. But you know, maybe the one preparation here is that we, the team that we started building back in 2012, 13, the sort of the 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 leaders that we took on board here has been able to keep building the company very nicely over a long time, and that's sort of a unique thing that we ended up with, and that's been great. So so uh, very happy about that. Obviously, you you seem very down to earth, and you seem very normal <laughs> because you know you've got to the top of the ladder a couple of times you're still there um you've made lots of money you you still enjoy what you do um and i guess what i should ask you is what the future holds but i'm i'm guessing that's another story so you were actually born and grew up in sweden is that correct yeah that's correct moved here but i moved to the u.s 23 years ago, 20, yeah, 22, 22 years ago. So I've been here for a long time. I'm a U.S. citizen now, but still also a Swedish citizen. So I like to think of myself as somebody who sort of lives everywhere, you know. But we live in Boston, so, yeah. And do you get tired of the travel or do you enjoy it? I don't know. Uh, no, I, I can't say I love it. But, you know, when you get – on the other hand, I'm also a big proponent that, you know, look, if you're going to go – if you're working with a client, you have to go see them. You know, like, you know, it's it's fantastic with the fact that you and I can sit and talk like this now. It's amazing, you know. And we do a lot of those sort of calls. I'm speaking to a chief information security officer this afternoon, and we're looking forward to that. We're doing that as a video call. It's going to be great. But, you know, nothing can make up for this where you sort of, you know, you, you take the time, you travel somewhere, you make sure you're there well in time, you, you know, you meet them, you have lunch, you know, like that. It's, 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 a, it's a unique thing that builds relationships for a long time. Yeah, building the relationship is key, and I agree with you. We've got to sometimes, you know, touch and feel our clients in the sense that, you know, go and see them. So you have a master's degree, right, from... X amount of years ago, did you ever think all those years ago, you know, this is going to take me in a certain direction, 
or did you just let you know your journey take you where it wanted to i mean there must have been some planning involved in the early days yeah now i was very lucky in my early days i did my masters uh, then i and i did a research project at the end of that um that then i turned into a phd um not with sort of um you know, no grandmaster plan. It was a lot of sort of, no, by, by no means, no master plan. And then that very idea that I worked on for my PhD became the first company. And so I spent 18 years on that from 1991 until 2009. Yeah, what is that? That's 18 years, a long time. Uh, so, so on that same idea. And then I was like, all right, I better do something else because <laughs> I can't, can't die it. You know, you can't die and have done one thing. You've got to die and have done at least twice, two things. So that was sort of the idea. And, and now I don't need any more ideas. I, I, I think I told, my, I told my daughter, no more ideas. I'm done. No more ideas. <laughs> so a lot of people watching the video, you know, listening to this will think to themselves, so it takes time to build a success. It takes time to plan ahead. Yeah, and people think, oh, you're an overnight success. So you mentioned you have a daughter, so obviously you've got a family to, to be there for. Um, do you take time for yourself and your family? Do you look after your health and wellness? I hope it's yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think so. Um, you know, you should ask them. Um, I try, I try. You know, it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy to be a good person. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. So, but I try. I try. Uh, do for workout. You know, do push-ups, run, uh, that sort of thing. So, um, I try, but it's uh, not easy. I think is the sort of the answer. So, cybersecurity is one of those things now that everybody wants to get into. It's very, you know, oh, it's a lovely thing to get into. Everybody wants to do it. Would you like to give um, a tip or, or a message to anyone thinking maybe at college, university, school, high school, you know, this is something I want to get into. Is there anything you'd like to share with them before I, I let you go and get on with your busy day? Yeah, no, no, it's a good it's a good question. I think it's a great opportunity. I think it's one of those, it's a very broad opportunity. You can be become very technical. You could sort of pick, and even in the technical area, you can pick many things. You you know, you can come at it from being a developer, a programmer. You can come at it from being more somebody, a tinkerer who takes apart things. You know, so no, but there's many of that. But then there's, you know, managerial sides of it. There's policy sides to it. Then, you know, given what we're in with the intelligence side, you know, you can, you know, there's, which is a whole thing in itself. Uh, and, and you can come at that by taking a job for the government, whatever, wherever you are, and learn about things. So I think the beauty of it is that it's such an enormous field. Um, I would encourage so, so if you want to get into it, the beauty is that there are many angles. Uh, I, and, and it's not too late. It's one thing if you're 18 and are off to college, you know, for sure. But at the same time, look, you can be 50, you can be 60, you can still get into this because there, there is such a shortage in the workforce that, you know, there are many, many ways to do it, and I would encourage anybody to try. So it's never too late. You're never too old. Um, basically, it doesn't happen overnight. Those are really, really good messages. Um, that's great. <laughs> I, I really admire you because, as I say, you seem like you've taken everything in your stride. You haven't said to yourself, you know, I'm too good for work now. I'm just going to, you know, lay back and relax. You still enjoy your work, which is amazing. And I'm sure you do take care of your family and your health, which is amazing. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it and have a wonderful weekend.
Same to you. Very good. Thank you for your time, and we'll talk soon.